give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Hey everybody, welcome to episode one of Metallicast, the Metallica podcast. I am your host, my name is Brandon. This is a brand new show from fans.experts.com where I get to talk anything and everything about my all-time favorite band, the mighty Metallica. And yes, even though I am sitting in my house alone, I still did the devil horns when I did that because that is how much of a nerd I am. And this is what that podcast, or I should say, this is what this podcast is all about. Me nerding out about Metallica. You might be wondering if anybody out there is actually listening, what this show is going to look like from episode to episode. And to be honest, there's going to be a bit of experimenting on my end, figuring out what works, what does not work. But I have plans to mix up the format of this show from episode to episode. Metallica is a band that obviously has been around for 30 plus years. They have a long, rich history. So I want to have episodes that focus on the past, discuss the past, analyze the past, celebrate the past. But they are also a band, obviously still very active and relevant in the modern music world. So I want to also talk about current events, news, rumors, gossip, and products that are being released by the band or about the band. Metallica is also a very divisive band. So I'm hoping to have guests on here where I can discuss Metallica and debate Metallica. I mean, all you need to do is walk into a room full of metalheads, say the word load, and you're going to have a lot of passionate responses to say the very least. But of course, the reason we are all fans of Metallica, and if you are listening, I'm assuming you are a fan. Otherwise, you have a whole lot of time on your hands. But the reason we are all fans of the band is, of course, the music. So this show, first and foremost, is about celebrating their catalog. I want to have episodes where we break down albums track by track. I want to have albums or excuse me, episodes where we look at live performances, especially ones that I have personally been to. So what we're going to do in episode one, however, is a bit different because I'm going to take a moment to talk a little bit about myself. We all have a Metallica story. This is mine. So I have this memory I was probably in first grade. I was living in Massachusetts at the time. I was in my parents' basement. It was finished. We had, uh, you know, living room set in there, TV. And I have two older brothers. I'm the youngest of three. And my two older brothers were watching MTV. And I remember the Inter Salmon music video coming on. Full disclosure, I am 32 years old. So if you do the math, I was born in 1985. So I was one when Master Puppets came out. So I'm not going to sit here and claim that I go back to the early club days because that is humanly impossible for me to claim. So like most people, my introduction to Metallica was the Black Album, specifically their biggest song, Inter Salmon. And like I was saying, I have this memory of seeing the video on MTV when I was probably in first grade 
And I remember, even at that young of an age, even though I was a little creeped out by the old man, even though I was a little freaked out by the snakes crawling on the young boy, the song hit me, had an effect on me, and it got stuck in my head. And slowly but surely, I heard other songs from the album, whether it was because my brother was watching MTV, or because I was at my next-door neighbor's, and uh, my friend's older siblings was listening to the album. And I became attached to this band and to this album. And when I was in second grade, I had my next-door neighbor, gave him a blank cassette, had him make me a copy of the Black Album. And I went home, and I remember just listening to it on a boombox, listening to it on my Walkman, on family trips, and just wearing that blank tape out. And I also remember being pissed because the last song on both sides... Don't Tread on Me and The Struggle With Them, respectively. Uh, the tape was not long enough for the full album, so both of those songs were cut off, and I remember being pissed. So that lasted me through second grade. Then when I was in third grade, I had this friend who, even though he was my age, he did a lot more mature things than I was ever able to do. For example... He was allowed to watch Beavis and Butthead. He was allowed to watch R-rated horror movies. And he was allowed to buy basically any album that he wanted to buy. Um, his name was A.A. Ron. If you watch Keem Peel, you get that reference. And he had the CD, uh, or I guess it was the cassette at the time, of the Black Album. And we just would, I'd go over his house and we would just blast that. We're in third grade, literally jumping off his bed and rolling around the floor, not together, and just going nuts in his bedroom, listening to this album full blast until his mother would come up and tell us to shut up and <laughs> calm down. And when I was in third grade, A.A. Ron, he gave me an actual cassette copy of the Black Album for my birthday. And that was the first official Metallica album that I owned. And... I mean, at the time I was young, I was dumb. I had no clue there were previous Metallic albums. I had no clue what their history was. I never bought a book or read a magazine about them when I was in third, fourth, fifth grade. And this was before the day of the internet. And so I had no clue what their history was. I just knew the Black Album existed and I was a fan. So then when I was in sixth grade or the summer between fifth and sixth grade, Load came out, and I remember hearing Until It Sleeps on the radio and being excited that I was hearing a new Metallica song, and I remember liking the song, and when I was in sixth grade for Christmas, I got my first CD player, and with it I got one CD. If you guess Load, you guessed correctly. So I had the Black Elm on cassette, and I had Load on CD. But I also got a gift certificate for $10 to Newberry Comics, which if you're not from New England, you might you probably have no clue what Newberry Comics is, but it's a local independent record store chain and where I would go to all the time through college even. And I went there and I decided, you know what, let me check out the Metallica section. And I was shocked to see that they not only had other albums, but they had four other albums that I'd never heard of. 
Those four albums, of course, being Kill 'Em All, Ride the Lightning, Master Puppets, and Justice for All. And I had enough money on my gift card to get one of those. So I was just stared at the album covers. I knew nothing about them. And I said, what album cover is going to piss my parents off the most? I think the one called Kill 'Em All with the blood and sledgehammer. That's going to get a rise on my parents. Let me buy that one. So I did. I brought it home. My mother asked to see what I bought. I showed her. She was a little bit hesitant. She scolded my older brother for letting me buy it. And then ultimately let me keep it and listen to it. I remember putting it on and just being shocked at what I heard. I was like, this sounds nothing like Metallica. I remember looking at the album cover and seeing, you know, 18, 19-year-old James Lars and be like, they look completely different than the guys I see in Load, which... You know, if you're familiar with the Load album cover, that is like a whole other discussion for a whole other episode. But definitely looks like two very different bands. And I'm looking at the band member names. I'm like, who is this Cliff Burden guy? And just being confused, but interested. And I kept on going back to that album. And I kept on getting more and more into it. And by the time 7th grade concluded, I had... All the Metallica albums. I had Metallica t-shirts. I was fully into Metallica. Which really changed my life in a lot of ways. Because Metallica got me into so many other bands and artists. Metal and non-metal. Because of Metallica, I decided to check out Megadeth. And then as I got older, my taste got heavier. Which I think usually happens. So then it was Slayer. Then Pantera. And then all the way into more modern metal bands and black metal and death metal and other more extreme forms of metal. But at the same time, I checked out bands and artists like Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds and Tom Waits and others because of Metallica. Whether it was through cover songs that Metallica recorded or reading an interview with James about what he was listening to, I would just discover all these different bands. And never mind, you know, the whole new wave of British heavy metal bands like Diamond Head. And, you know, I'm going back to Debray Comics and buying the best of Diamond Head and, you know, Misfits collection albums and Motorhead albums and just getting a history of that style of metal and hard rock and punk and trying to become as educated as possible and then just keep on going back more and more in time till you know I felt like I had a firm understanding of different styles of music and the whole history of rock and roll and it all started for me with Metallica furthermore when I was in high school I decided to pick up the bass because of Cliff Burden and joined the band. And that turned into joining the high school jazz band and playing bass and taking private lessons and this and that. And long story short, ended up graduating high school, going to Berklee College of Music in Boston, Massachusetts, graduating, and now I'm a music teacher. That's how I make my living. 
is a job I love. I get to do music every single day, get to pass whatever knowledge I have about music on to the next generation. And there are people along the way that helped me and were influenced on me. I had a couple great music teachers and whatnot, but the one artist that really impacted me to do all this was Metallica. And to this day, no matter how extreme my taste got or how many non-metal artists I got into, I always, always, always go back to Metallica. And I never stop talking about Metallica. And my drives my wife crazy, drives my friends crazy. But you know what? Now I get to drive all of you crazy with this podcast where I get to do nothing but talk about Metallica. So this is episode one of Metallicast, a shorter episode, but I wanted to be sort of an introduction of sorts to what you can expect going forward and an introduction to me personally. So you just sort of know who I am, why I'm doing this and what this show is all about. So if you are out there and you are listening, please spread the word if you liked what you heard. Also, go to iTunes, subscribe, download, and leave a review of Metallicast. If you're on Twitter, please follow me at Metallicast. That is at M-E-T-A-L-L-I-C-A-S-T, all one word, Metallicast. Hit me up on there. Let me know what you think. Follow me. And also, send me a tweet. Send me a DM. Let me know what your Metallica story is. Like I said, we all have one. Share me yours. And maybe in episode two, I can read one or two on the air if anybody's out there listening and actually reaches out, which remains to be seen. But like I was saying, go to iTunes, subscribe, download, review, go to Twitter, follow me at MetallicaCast. And you can also find this uh, episode and all future episodes on YouTube and at fans.experts.com, which is our home site. Shout out to my cousin, who is the man behind Fans.Experts, who will produce and edit and ultimately release this episode. And he is uh, doing an Iron Maiden podcast. There's a good chance if you like Metallica, you like Iron Maiden. So check out his podcast. It is called the Maiden Fan Podcast. You can find them on iTunes, Fans.Experts.com, and on Twitter, at Maiden Podcast. So I decided I'm going to end every episode with a Metallica cover song. Not a song that they covered, but a song by Metallica covered by somebody else. There are hundreds, if not thousands, if not millions of cover songs out there. So some good, some bad, some indifferent. You can let me know what you think on Twitter at Metallicast, of course. Today, I'm going to end this episode with a cover of Nothing Else Matters recorded by a man named William Joseph, who is a piano player. And this is an interesting cover, sort of classical, sort of new agey, definitely not metal. Definitely be interested in what you think. So let me know. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, metal up your ass. Yeah! (laughs) Yeah!